Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this special edition of the Victim No More podcast. This is your boy, Bobby Patterson, a.k.a. Bobby P. And man, I am just flat out elated about tonight's show. Of course, I've been promoting it. Other folks have been promoting it along with me. Uh, So this is going to be a special night. So make sure that you share and tag whoever you need to tag because tonight is going to be amazing. But before we get into all that, I just want to share something with you right quick. And uh, hopefully you can just bear with me for one second because something is actually going live tonight. So just bear with me. And hopefully you will be able to see exactly what's about to happen here. And I, what I'll do is I'll actually get back to that later is what I'm seeing now. So I will get back to that later. Let me unshare the screen. Because what I want to do now is actually get into why we are all here tonight. So, of course, before I go into the official introduction, let me just run this quick video package. Enjoy your days in 2019. Look forward to events. 
Have fun. Yes. Laugh. Yes. Read a joke. Do something that's going to make you smile on a daily basis. Because guess what? All of us in this room are connected, and we all have those days where we don't feel like we're connected. So you have to read. The why, you try to figure that out. And I think it just goes back to always, you know, my grandmother was always like, always go the opposite of the way that the crowd's going. All the, always go the opposite of the way people think. He wanted more, and he knew that working on the line at Ford wasn't enough for him. His aspirations, I think, initially was focused on his family, providing more for his family, and looking forward, what opportunities are out there? It was a struggle, man. It was a struggle for me to even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Why are you doing this? Why are we doing this in a basement? I think that his wise is because he wants to change people's lives. When you help someone, your whole makeup changes, your energy changes, your outlook changes. And all we kept doing on a daily basis in this basement is helping many, as many people as we could around the world. I started to develop relationships with people over the phone. People who would recognize me and say, hey, I just wanted you to know that I made $150 last week. And because of it, I was able to take my family out to dinner for the first time in like six years. The light bulb kind of went off those first couple years. If my passion is helping people, this model allows me to help more people in a shorter period of time. After a few years being here, um, you know, your why kind of extends. It goes far and beyond your family. Um, it goes with those testimonials and those stories that we have. We now have a responsibility to over 100 employees. I don't know how many tens of thousands of distributors globally. Uh, we also have responsibilities to do things the right way. This company focuses on product. It focuses on people. It focuses on nurturing. Keeping this basement and keeping this house and, and doing film here lets us know and remember why that we took off here. Why, why was the mission? What were the struggles? How did we overcome the struggles? So if you keep grounded and, and the why is the same, I think the attitude is the same and, and it helps everybody, all of our new corporate staff and our old corporate staff to remember, we're still the same company, we're just bigger. Honestly, Total Life Changes has become a movement because of how we do our business. It's the relationships that we build collectively with our customers, with our sales force. It's amazing to see how it started and how many people's lives that we've changed and just to watch the whole thing you know, unfold, it's been pretty amazing. I want the world to know that Total Life Changes, it's a place where you can come and feel yourself. It's a place for everybody. Everything that we hope to change in the field, everything that we wish was different, everything that we wish to teach has to start with us. If you like what you've heard so far, we're just getting started. I mean, this story has a lot of chapters to it already, but man, there's so many chapters still. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our COO of Total Life Changes, Mr. John Lakari. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Welcome to the Victim No More podcast. Hold on. I think you're muted. I am muted. Sorry about that. Muted. No problem. I got you now. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you for the introduction. Um, I didn't know that I was going to get emotional 
<clears throat> because I didn't know what video you were going to play. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that one gets me sometimes because it brings back a lot of memories um, and a lot of, you know, what ifs and almost didn't happens and stuff like that. And, and I think about people like you and I get, I get emotional sometimes. <clears throat> so I'm trying to collect myself and I apologize for that. Um, but thank you, everybody, who is um, who is joining and, and spending some time. Um, I know there's millions of podcasts out there. I know there's so many opportunities to connect and be, you know, uh, entertained, educated and, and and all of that stuff. And so for me, I'm always honored to be part of anything um, where someone is, you know, going to spend their time and invest their time. And um, Bobby, I just want to say thank you for reaching out to me, sending me my shirt. I, I, I will wear it uh, after even after doing this podcast. And I, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, but thank you for allowing me to be part of this, because, uh, you know, if, if there's Anything that could possibly help a person uh, gain anything, self-esteem, self-confidence, um, you know, belief in themselves, lose a couple pounds, um, believe, you know, have hope that, that the world's not such a bad place. I always want to be part of it. So I'm always grateful. And mm -hmm. I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, it was a no brainer. Actually, how this all came about uh, was a little situation that happened when we was in Orlando and simultaneously, uh, as you were speaking with uh, the amazing Miss Tracy Swift, it's like yeah. you and Jack simultaneously said, Bobby, we need to be on your podcast. Yes. And if I don't know if you noticed the look on my face. I, it, it was something that I was going to ask, but I didn't know it was going to happen this fast. So when you all said it at the same time, I know I had a look of what in the world just happened. It was like I was a deer in the headlights. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at that moment but uh this is this has been something i've been anticipating like september 22nd september 22nd oh my goodness it's here it's here now uh but I, the reason why i led off with that particular video package because i like to lay a foundation of where we've been you know, as a company. And of course, this is long before I came along and many of us who are actually witnessing this podcast right now that have come along and joined since that time. So you have been there from the beginning. And one of the things that, that I remember distinctly reading in, in, in uh, Mr. Fallon's uh, biography is, you know, initially, and we hear the story all the time. Initially you, you supported him because you wanted to support him, but you wasn't crazy about it because yeah, it was more like work. And then a transition took place where he was able to articulate his vision a lot clearer and a lot better. And then you start having your own experiences in terms of helping people. And that's where your passion is. So once that passion got touched, it was it was no whole. It's been no whole barred since that time could you describe you know at that moment you know when you realize okay now i understand why i am here and doing what i'm doing yeah um you know when i look back on that time bobby and people you know I, I share this story quite often and i always share it a little bit differently sometimes i start in the middle and i go backwards and sometimes i start in the beginning and it takes me a long time to get to the end um but you know <clears throat> I, I i will set it up by saying this and i do remember the you know the time when that happened i do remember the first few times where i was like starting to think differently and it was it was through conversations with people on the phone um that really kind of helped me 
help my closed-minded state open up and start to change. And that is such an important process. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm as adamant and as passionate as I am today about talking to people. Um, even if I got to talk to them a hundred times, because I know what they don't know because I used to not know it either. Right. Right. So I start, um, I start working at Ford Motor Company at 19 years old. Um, in 1994, I meet Jack Fallon a couple weeks later. We, uh, he gets reassigned to be working by me next to me on the assembly line. Um, we hit it off, you know, he was 21, I was 19. So same age group We're walking into this environment. Ford Motor Company had not hired people for years, 15, 16, 17 years. So mm -hmm. everybody in there is in their forties and fifties. You know, we're, 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 you know, we're a young group of guys, right? So we gravitated toward each other and we became uh, pretty good friends over the course of the next several months. Um, plus we're spending a lot of time together. So we had no, 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 no option to not become friends, either become mm -hmm. friends or, you know, you know, work next to someone that you hate every day. So uh, we, we became friends, um, but rightfully so. Jack was a, you know, very, uh, a nice guy, man. Like we, we had similar interests, you know, sports on TV, like football or whatever. Right. Um, you know, he was, he was looking to, you know, do some great things in life. And so was I, and we both ended up at Ford Motor Company because our parents got us the job there. Right. And, you know, I'll, I'll start, I like starting there because I, I want to say that my parents, when I, when my dad was able to get me the job at Ford Motor Company. He was convincing me on a daily basis how lucky I was and mm -hmm. how great it was and how it was a dream job and I should be very happy. I will tell you that I believed that and I found myself believing that for many years and that that kept me going for a long time until mm -hmm. one day I realized this isn't really my dream. This is somebody else's. And for a long time, I've been thinking that I was happy, thinking that I was living a dream and convinced of it. But you know, at a certain point, I, I realized like I really wasn't happy. So I was already looking for more before that moment happened, like you said, where everything changed. Right. For me. So, so we we start working. Um, you know, we get to know each other, and we start having you know these these really intimate conversations. Um, you know, throughout the day, and um, Jack was very aware that I I owned a landscaping company at the time, so I wasn't going to give that up. I you know I, I had built a a book of business for many years um, as a teenager. Uh, I had more than 100 customers weekly that I would cut their lawn. I also I also did landscaping jobs. So, you know, I would do that during the day and I would work at Ford Motor Company at night. And because we worked on the night shift, obviously we were new. And Jack uh, was sharing with me what he was doing um, in addition to Ford as well every day, which was network marketing. Business right. model, which we find ourselves into this day. So 1994, I'm a young kid, network marketing, uh, you know, you hear all the horror stories, the black eye that the industry has, you know, people losing their money, losing their house, getting lied to and all that stuff. So, you know, for me, that's that that's what I thought network marketing was. I thought it was it was, you know, this this bad guy and you know, stay away from it. Right. So every time he would bring that up and, and you know, even even share that he he thought I should take a look at it or come to a meeting or read a book or, you know, improve my network of people that I associated with, I wanted nothing to do with it. Because to me, it was associated with network marketing. Right. And I told him everything you can imagine. Um, this is absolutely a cult. They're brainwashing you. This is a pyramid scheme. Um, I'm not going to waste my money. Just, you know, I don't, I'm, that's stupid. You know, let's just, in my mind, it was like, no, like, I know you're looking to be successful in life. But all you have to do is work more hours, you know, or come right. come you know, come cut grass with me during the day. You, you'll be, you know, 
That's the key <laughs> to success. That's the way to be successful, right? And listen, I'm going to be honest with you, and maybe some of you listening to this um, can can relate to this. Like that's what I was taught. Right. Work hard, save your money, put your head down. You know, don't embarrass the family. So, I, you know, that, to me, that was what success was. Plus, I was being reminded, like, you have a dream job. You have an awesome opportunity. Like, you should be happy. So for a while, like, I just thought I had it all figured out. Right. And I'm young at that time. Right. So I'm, I'm not mature. So, the you know, the months and the years go on. And I'm telling you, I just talked about this the other day. Um, you know, I shared a message the other day that most people will not participate in their own rescue. Their own rescue. Right. And, and so that, that one hit deep with me because I was actually talking. A lot of people didn't even know this. I was talking about myself. Mm-hmm. I would not participate in that. Like I knew I wasn't happy. I knew I wanted more out of life. I knew that working all these hours, making all this money just really wasn't fulfilling me. But I didn't really know why. Right. But Jack knew. So Jack knew this. In 1994, 95, and 96, and 97, and 98. It was early to the party. Yeah, right. And he kept on saying, hey, I'm telling you, there's a whole other world you need to be exposed to. You need to start thinking differently. I really want you to read this book. And I kept on denying. And I kept on you know, saying mean things and telling them to stay away and telling them to shut up and telling them things that I don't even want to admit on this broadcast, nor can I, because some <laughs> it's profane, profanity. It really right. it is. Like, that's yeah, that's my real. authentic story, right? Um, you know, and we're young guys, we're friends, so you can only imagine the banter there. Um, you know, and, and and I even brought other people in the conversation, you know, to to even like make fun of them even more. So I, I was making fun of someone that was trying to help me. Like I really was. Right. And you know, and, and but at the same time, I, I grew to love him. We were friends, we became close. I went to his wedding, he came to mine. We both got married. Uh, I got married in 2000. he got married in 1999. But right around that time. We were spending time together, excuse me, outside of work as well. But right around that time um, is when Jack um, kind of shifted, which this this was a step one towards my, I don't want to say my mind, but at least my attitude changing a little bit Mm -hmm. towards what he was doing. Right around 1999, Jack came to me one day, or Jack came to work, excuse me, one day. And he shared, and I I, I always make sure I share this because it, it exists inside me today. And this pa- and it's passion. This passionate moment happens. So Jack comes to Ford Motor Company on the assembly line. He's been talking to me about network marketing, this pyramid scheme, and you know this brainwashing cult that he's a part of, and all these great people that I need to meet. And I kept on telling him, "Oh, that's you know they're driving you know leased cars, and you know they're you know they're, they're, their suits are probably rented. They're trying to trick everybody, right?" Like that was just my mindset. So he had been trying to get me to join or come to meetings or, or even be exposed me to personal development for all those years. And I kept on saying, no, 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 no. And then one day he came in and he told me that he had this idea to have a liquid multivitamin manufactured. And But the way he came in, it was five in the morning. We were on day shift at this time, by that time. Five in the morning, he came in, he was fired up, excited. He was like, I've got this idea, like people need a liquid multivitamin. And he went through a long list of all the reasons why, you know, capsules and tablets are not getting absorbed into the body. The food source has changed over the last three or four decades. The natural vitamins and minerals are no longer there. People aren't getting what they need. That's why they don't feel well. That's why they lack energy. Like he, this went on for a few minutes and I was just like in awe. Like it made me stop. That's why I, this is really seriously why I share this moment with people when they ask me. 
It made me stop, Bobby, and listen. For the first time in five years, I had been hearing his voice for five years. I had been listening to, you know, uh, the banter for a second and, you know, right. and, and responding with, you know, my own vile stuff back. But it was the first time I stopped and actually truly listened. And something about that passion, something about his giddiness and his happiness kind of made me want to stop what I was doing and really, truly listen with my heart. And when he was done speaking, even though my business-minded feet on the ground side of me said, I don't think this is a good idea. How are you going to do this? I don't think you can do this. Um, you know, you didn't have enough money to do this. There was still something inside me that wanted him to do it and succeed. Right. And, and so is it safe to say that even in what we're doing today, you don't have to know all the information. You don't have to have all the facts in line, but at least have passion about what you're doing. Because without passion, I don't think you have anything. So how important do you think that is as far as what we're doing today with Total Life Changes? The passion part? Yes. Oh, well, I'll tell you, like, it, it means everything, Bobby. It means absolutely everything. And here's why. We've been telling people for years not to sell, to share, right? We're sampling. We're, you know, we're, we're getting customers. This is all about you know, getting, bringing people into the community because the community is actually stronger than the products. The products are just a spark plug. Right. And people are looking for weight loss and energy and stuff like that. And they're getting that through the products. Right. But right. What they don't realize for a little while and sometimes even for years, it's, it's really the community, the support, the love, all of that. What got them to really kind of say yes, at least temporarily and, and try this mm -hmm. out. The passion of the person sharing. That's really what it is like. We're not salesmen here. We're just telling our story, and it's so damn story. authentic. It's so damn relatable. It's so transparent. People are like, that does not sound like a salesman to me. That does not sound like someone who's trying to get me to spend money. That sounds like someone who wants me to experience what they're experiencing. And you know what? Their passion is making me stop and listen. Because, you know, we get sold all day long. True. But it's very, very very few and far between when we get tr passion transferred to us that's actually believable right we've all heard the, heard the infomercial guy right but like <laughs> have you heard bobby p talk about tlc like that's different man you know what i'm saying and in in terms of when the the light bulb went off officially for you yeah. as you was helping out the customers now we're in we're in jack's basement at this point yes and I call I call that moment a transition moment because you really begin to adopt and 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 really take ownership and and your place in his vision. Uh, people who have been paying attention to me ever since April. If anybody had listened to any live and the more that I began doing lives, which is a story all within itself. But I talk about discovering your assignment. You do not create your assignment. You discover it. Because when you discover it, you literally find out this is what my passion is. This, yep. this, and can't nobody turn you around from that particular point. So how did it feel at that moment when the light bulb went off and said, oh, no, no. Now I understand why I'm here. 
Um, there were so many emotions, Bobby. That I, I, I got to lead into it a little bit more because because if I don't, it won't make sense. And, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna rush it, but but I'm gonna try to breeze through it here. Okay. So the new so the burst idea moment happens. The liquid multivitamin, right? I kind of want Jack to win. I kind of want him to do it, but I'm telling him all the reasons why he shouldn't, right? There's no way you're going to do it. You don't have a lot of money. Who's going to buy it? How are you going to sell it? I mean, this is pre-internet, right? I mean, it was the right. internet was there, but you know, it was making noise and it was very slow, right? So there wasn't all this transaction activity happening on there like, like there is now. So he, he says, you know, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Like you said, he didn't know all the details. And still to this day, he still doesn't know all the details when we're going to do anything. <laughs> but but he know if it can help people, he wants to do right. it. Right. So, um, so he, he somehow figures out, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I, I wasn't trying to help him. I didn't, I didn't help him. He didn't ask me for any help after that. He just figured out how to get Nutriburst made for him on consignment, which is the craziest thing ever because it just doesn't happen. A limited amount of bottles, 5,000, which for those of you that know about contract manufacturing, that's unheard of as well. Um, and he just did it by really by, by really sharing his passion for what he was trying to do. I'm trying to help people. Can you, can you help me help people? And he finally found someone that said, I'm going to help you kid. Okay. I don't know what it is I like about you. Right. But you know what I think it was, it was the passion that he had and and that Christ, like that crisis that he created, like, I really, I have to do this. Can you please help me? Right. So make a long story short, he launches this um, liquid multivitamin out of the trunk of his car. This is not MLM or direct sales. He's, he's doing MLM already. For another company, but he's right. selling out of the trunk of his car and on the factory floor. Right? People mm -hmm. start buying this stuff and drinking this stuff. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't I don't drink it because I'm associating this with pyramid scheme and with stupid, dumb, crazy ideas. I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm making fun of him, right? But we're line mates, so there you go. This we this is the bottle. <laughs> that's the that's the original bottle, by the way, which right. is Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> um, so he, he starts and guess what? People are buying it and they're coming back for more. And I'm his line mate. So when he's going to deliver Nutriverse on the other side of the plan, I'm doing two jobs at once. So I'm already working for TLC. I don't even know it. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so that goes on for a couple years. And then one day, 2002, he comes to work and he says, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, man, when he told me this, I begged him not to do this. I, I like I really did. 2000, um, 1999, Jack got married. 2002, he had a, his first child. 2002, he comes to work and he tells me, I'm going to start my own network marketing company. I think I can do it better than the way it's being done. Um, Nutriverse is going to be my flagship product. I'm going to you know, pay commissions, ship product, have customer service and everything. And so me, I'm like, where you, how are you going to do that? That's stupid. Where are you going to do it? He says, I'm going to do it in my basement. You know, home-based businesses have built this country and all this other stuff, right? So I'm like, no, you can't do it. You won't do it. You, you're going to fail. I don't want you to fail. I really begged him not to do it. I didn't want him to lose his house. I didn't want him to lose his his his, his new family because um, I. Right. You know, that's just how I thought, right? And that's how I think when you love someone, that's how you think. Right. And so that's a message right there. Like your friends and your family sometimes, it's not just because they're negative, which I was at that time, by the way. It's not just that, that they're negative, that they're trying to talk you out of doing things. They don't want you to fail. They love, they really do truly love you. Right. And, and we just, that's what we know. That's what we've been taught. So that's how we speak. So they were, well, they well intentioned. A hundred percent. So still he's like, well, you know, you're going to, you're, I'm going to do it anyway. 
And that's, that's just Jack. So he launched it. He did it. I'm not a part of it. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I might've went over there on the weekend and helped him move some stuff around, but like, I was not going to be a part of it. And and Mm -hmm. same reasons, man, it's it's been nine years now. I know this guy, you know, not much has changed with me except for that one small pivot with the passion. and Okay. So 2002, he launches and, you know, by the time 2003 rolls around, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, this is really hard for me to admit. I, I wanted him to fail just so I could say, I told you that was a stupid you idea. Right. You know, mm-hmm. let's, 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 let's expand my landscaping company and go get more customers or something. Right. Like, I, I mean, I kind of almost wanted him to fail, you know? Um, and I, and, and I never really told him that obviously. Right. But I was kind of right. like, I, I was like, he's, yeah, this is going to fail. And you know, when he fails, uh, I'll be able to say I was right. And that's what naysayers do. So around 2003 is about a year in, he starts coming to work a little late sometimes. He starts coming to work exhausted. And I remember that um, there was a reason why I was at his house. And I can't remember what it was. It may have been his birthday party or something. And and I remember his wife sharing with me that he's on the phone every night until midnight. And we're starting at 5 a.m., right? So she's like, he'll come home from the factory, 2.30, 3 o'clock. And he just goes downstairs and he's on that phone all the way until midnight. He comes to bed and he can barely get up in the morning. So, like, I remember that sticking with me, and I was like, I started to feel bad for him. And then, um, so Jack's is also a very clever guy, more than he gives off sometimes. Jack knows um, who I am at this point, what, you know, what drives me, what my thought process is. He knew he wanted to change it, but but he also leveraged it. He leveraged my thought process and said, okay, I got, right. you know, got his own little idea. He knows 2003, fall is coming. We're in, we're in early fall. So he starts planting seeds. He's like, hey, because he knows me. I've, I've been working two jobs my whole life until that point, right? He's like, hey, when grass season is done, he's like, you know, I could really use some help. That's the key word there. Help. I could really use some help. You know, I'll pay you. Um, you know, if, if you could come over for two, three hours a day, it would be huge. Like, um, and I said no again. Right. But he kept at me for the next couple of weeks. He said, come on, Johnny. He's like, you know, you'll be fine. You like to work anyway. Right. So you speak in my language. He had to speak my language to get me to say yes. But I didn't know that my language was help. Right. That, that was a main part of it. But my other language was you can you can work. You love to work. You, you know, I'll pay you some money to do it. Right. So so I was like, that was good enough for me. So I was like, fine, I'll help you. But I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do any meetings. I don't want my family knowing that I'm, that I'm doing this. Cause I don't want to be associated with it right? <laughs> for real. I'm being as real as like something for a while. It was really hard for me to talk about this because it's embarrassing for me um, based on who I am today. So I start that first day. Jack's like, here's all I need you to do. Here's the orders. We're going to print them on this printer right here. And, you know, then we're going to tape them on the box. The Nutriverse goes in the box. And then at 445, you know, I need you to go to the post office and drop them all off to make sure you're there by five. So they all go out today. Priority mail. I remember like it was yesterday. So I start doing that, right? It was easy enough for me, man. I start, I got good at that job after a couple of weeks, man. Two, two and a half hours, I was done. Get there at two o'clock. By, by 4.45, I had everything done. All the orders were done. I would drop them off at the post office. Sometimes I'd come back because it was on the way home and say bye to Jack. Sometimes I would just, you know, leave, go home. And then after a few weeks, so see, you got to understand this now. Jack got figured out a way to get me in the door. He figured yep. out a way to get me around. That's the what it was. 
I didn't think I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know he was trying to just expose me to the environment. I thought he was trying to manipulate me. I really <laughs> did into helping him. Right. So he gets me in the environment long enough. Three, four weeks go by. I'm there. I love Jack. We're friends. We talk all day at the factory. And then there, I don't get to talk to him in three hours for, for three minutes. He's on call after call after call. And one day he says, Johnny, I know you don't want to talk on the phone, but I need you to ask. I need to ask you another favor. Can you just answer the phone? Ask people what their name and number is and tell them that and see what they need. Like write down what their concern is and I'll and let them know that I will call them back because I don't want people thinking that we're not here. Because to him, transparency is really, really important. He wants people, and you guys know this. Here's our address. We're real. You can come visit whenever you want, right? That was that was deeply rooted into TLC's, you know, launch. That that was one of the reasons why T Jack wanted to launch because he felt like that was missing in a lot of places. So, so basically, um, he asked me to do that, and and, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was mad. I, I felt like I was being tricked. I felt like I was being taken advantage of. I didn't want to do it, and so I was like, "Fine, I'll do that," you know. And, and so I started doing it. And he knew too, like, hey, man, you come back from the post office, you just take messages, right? It's easy enough. I'll pay you, right? So he was speaking my language. That was a language that I needed to hear at that time that convinced me to do that. Right. Man. So here's what happens. This is this is this is where this is where the change and the pivot and the and, and, and that transformational moment happens for me, at least mentally, or at least starts to happen. I start taking messages. What's your name? What's your number? Mr. F you know, Jackson will call you back. What's your concern? Right. And I started putting these post-it notes on his on his uh, desktop computer. And I mean, sometimes there'd be 30 post-it notes like you almost start feeling bad, like, oh, my gosh, man, like I wish I could help him. Right. And so I started having those emotions at first. But then the, the motion that that happened after that, that really kind of changed everything for me. It really it really it really like was the shift. It really was like that aha light bulb moment. This young lady calls. She may have been an old lady, I don't know, but this lady calls and she says, I'm calling because I was wondering if my product shipped yesterday because I'm almost out of Nutriburst and I can't go a day without it. Since I've been drinking and my life has changed, like I tell all my friends, all my family, like I, I just, I just, I'm so nervous that I'm not going to get it. And I just had to call and find out if it shipped yesterday. You know, obviously I'm paraphrasing, but that, that's basically the conversation. That right. I'm so I have this moment, Bobby. Thank God. But God's a good, God's good. He really, really is. Absolutely. I had this moment of, 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 of a split second, two or three seconds where I'm thinking to myself, I can take this message. I can write it on the post-it note and I can give it to Jack. Or I can put this lady on hold and figure it out if we shipped her product yesterday. You know why? Because I ship it. I can and find her and you helping her. Yep. So I, so thank God, like seriously, thanks. Thanks God. Like, thank God I decided I'm going to ask her to stay on hold and I'm going to go find this, this, this answer. So I do that. A minute or two later, I come back. I went through all the invoices from the day before I'm flipping through them. I find her name, right? Cause you know, things weren't as organized as, as they are now. And it took me a couple minutes to figure that out. I, I see that we we placed that we shipped her order yesterday. I get back on that phone. Mm -hmm. You would have thought that I told this lady 
that we're sending her a million dollars. She was so ecstatic. She was so happy. She was so appreciative to me. She was asking me my name twice. What's your name? Thank you, John. Um, how long you been with the company? This is great. Thanks for doing a great job. And I remember hanging up on that phone call and feeling like a new person. Like I really like, like, I, I don't know, like some of you are like, like I grew up Catholic, right? So like for me, like when I got baptized, when I got confirmed, when, you know, my Holy Communion, all that, like, like that was the feeling I was feeling at that moment. It was almost right. spiritual. Right. And I was like, wow, that was kind of cool. So then over the course of the next several weeks, here's, here's where it starts getting good. Not only am I answering calls, taking messages, I'm hoping and praying that it's a shipping question <laughs> for real. Like, right. I'm like, I'm hoping for like, Oh, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm like answering the phone, like, like as quick as I can. I'm like, hello, total life changes. This is John. You know, can I, can I please take a message? Jack's busy right now. He's like, Oh yeah, I have a shipping question. That was like the highlight of my day. It really was. So I'm, I'm praying for a shipping question. So I can answer. I got so happy and, and, and so, um, energetic about possibly helping people. And I, I, I knew it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't sharing this with Jack. I wasn't admitting it to him. He's a smart guy. He kind of picked up on it. He right, up. right. I was asking to stay late. You know, I was beating him to the basement sometimes, even though it was his house. Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't wait to get done shipping so I could answer the phone. It's crazy, really, when I look back at it. But it was those moments, those first few calls where I helped people, where light bulb went off, that spiritual moment happened, and it just, it just changed me. So then, Bobby, I wanted to recre recreate that feeling as often as possible. So I did next what made the most logical sense to a math person like me. If one out of 10 calls come in asking for some shipping information, and there's nine out of 10 that I can't answer the question to, and I love helping people, I got to figure out how to answer those other nine questions. Right. So I become a student of everything network marketing. Remember, I don't like network marketing. I don't want to be associated with network marketing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm upset about network marketing. Like I end up becoming a student of everything network marketing, the comp plan, the back office, the comp, you know, everything, because I want to answer those questions because I want that feeling because I want to be part of one of the people that helps that person have a brighter day, have a better day. So I go home and I start studying everything and I come in and I'm asking questions and how does this work? And how come this person, you know, thought they were going to get $30, but they only got 20 and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just soaking it all in and taking notes and studying like I was in school again. Right. But this time I wanted to actually learn this stuff. <laughs> right. Like, so this takes me on this journey where I was like, I just got so addicted to helping people. I couldn't get enough. And when I couldn't help someone, it was like tragedy. And I didn't want to feel that anymore. So I wanted that good feeling. And I didn't want to feel that 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 moment of disappointment anymore where I couldn't help somebody. So now all of a sudden, man, this this happens. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a groove. I'm answering a lot of questions. I'm right. helping. I'm taking heat off of Jack. I almost feel like at this time, like, man, like we're working together, man. We're, we're like partners, like, like every day we're coming here and we're, we're doing this. Like I'm not doing shipping and he's doing customer service. Like we're doing it all together. Right. It felt so cool. I was so happy to finish my 10 hour shift, eight hour shift, nine hour shift at a factory and go to TLC in the basement. 
And I was so sad to leave there at night. It was crazy. It really, really was. But it was necessary. It was that that needed to happen. Oh, my imagine, God. Yeah. Imagine if that didn't happen. This what we're doing right now would no, not be no. taking place. Period. That's why I'm, that's why I'm as passionate, and enthusiastic as I am, because it, because I'm scared that this might not happen for the next person or that this almost didn't happen for all of us, including myself. Right. So, you know, I go on this journey now where I'm trying to learn as much as I can so I can help people. Right. But believe it or not, still at this point in my life, I'm talking 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007. I am this shy kid who mm -hmm. doesn't want to, you know, speak in front of people over the phone. I was fine. Right. But I'm not going to present. I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Right. I mean, right. that's all I was. Excuse me for a moment. Um, so, so I'm just becoming a student and I'm helping people over the phone, but that was the only way I was going to help them. Right. So what happens next is um, we start having people. So you talked about articulating Jack's vision. Jack's not good at articulating it. But when I was around it long enough, I understood it. I picked up on it, right? He always leaves two, one or two words out of a sentence, three or four words out of a text message, right? right. I'm that guy that fills him in because I know what he's thinking, what he's, what we're trying to accomplish and all that stuff. So I, I, I went through this period over the course of the next six or eight years, takes us all the way to like 2010, where people were coming to TLC and saying, Jack, I can help you out, you know? I can, I can get a bunch of people to sign up. Jack, I can help you out, man. Like, you know, I've got this community and they're all looking for great products. And, and so those people would come in and they would have a limited amount of success. Mm -hmm. But it really made me upset because I knew when they were speaking on behalf of TLC, I knew they weren't really truly giving Jack's words. They weren't really mm -hmm. truly saying what TLC was all about. They weren't right. conveying to people why we were here, what we were trying to accomplish, the good we were trying to do in the world. Like, and I watched that over and over and over again. And year after year after year, and I can even say some of the names of some of the people and you guys would even recognize them. Some of them, some of you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I witnessed that and I saw that it was like watching someone like take a dream away from my friend and he didn't even know it. And one day, just like I did when that moment when I said, I got to learn as much as possible so I can help people. One day I decided I got to become better than I am today so I can start speaking on behalf of the company. So I can start training on behalf of the company. So I can start articulating the vision of the company founder, Jack Found, clearly and transparently and precisely not just some smoke and mirrors pitch, not something that didn't fit who we were as people and what the mission we were trying to mm -hmm. accomplish. So I got pissed off. The first time I ever said this this way, and Bobby, we talked about this pre-broadcast pre, pre today. Mm -hmm. Greensboro, North Carolina, That's about right. a month or so ago. You were there. Uh-huh. It was the first time I ever said it. Now this is the third or fourth time I'm saying it. Those moments pissed me off. And I said to myself, I didn't say to myself, I got to be a leader, but that's what pushed me into that's the path. That's what pushed you. That's what that that's what got you motivated there. Yeah. I, I, I want to add something here and then you can go ahead and continue. Okay. And, and because this is such a special broadcast, typically I keep these broadcasts somewhere between 45 minutes to an hour. However, yeah. however, let me put the pin there. 
this is different. I, <laughs> I really believe that that God is doing something tonight and the message has to be conveyed and we're going to be here until it's, it's, it's time to end. So we're not going to cut this off. We're not going to cut it short because everybody need to get it the way that I got it when I heard it from you in Greensboro, because okay. I was, I was like, I was fired up. I, 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 I was like, Oh my goodness. And when, now that these changes we're getting ready to go into a new new season and a, and a uh -huh. shift is is here. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Let's go. But I want to stop right here okay. just to make a point. And this is why uh, when I speak about assignment, I always say that we are assigned either to a person or a people and sometimes even both. And in this particular case, yeah. you initially are assigned to Jack, but then as that that passion and as his vision literally has made a transference to you, you have take ownership of it. And so therefore, that's why you take things so personally now. And because you take things so personally, now you're able to serve the people the way that you do, because passion is our fuel. Go ahead. My God, Bobby, that's 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 so perfectly said. It, it really, really is. And, and that assignment thing. Yeah, I, I've, I know, you know, and, and this is one of those things that, you know, sometimes people don't realize and sometimes even hard for people to say. I know that I'm assigned to Jack and I know that Jack's been assigned to me. Like, I just I know that I, I, you know, I've said already, I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. And, and you know I, know, I know some people maybe don't have that in their life. But I know for sure that we were supposed to meet. We were supposed to work at Ford. We were supposed to both not like working there. We were supposed to both wanting more out of life. Even though we had different personalities, we were supposed to come together and do something great for the world. I just know it. I, I, I like I believe it. And no one's ever going to talk me out of that. So when I go on my next phase of my journey, right, we start with passion, right? Got my attention. Mm -hmm. We start with that light bulb moment, like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want to do more of this. And then we get to the point where I learn everything so I can serve as many people as possible because I felt like that was my purpose and my fulfillment for the day mm -hmm. where I watched people come in and out and be the opposite of that. Right. They were coming in, just trying to make money for themselves, coming in, you know, lying about the products or doing everything that we said we would never want to be and we would never want to do. Right. Right. And I was like, no, like and I would get upset, but I couldn't do anything about it because I have low self-esteem and I can't speak in front of people. And, you know, I don't have any credibility. I've never built a downline and, you know, all these other things that that kind of go through your mind to talk you out of everything. But then one day after seeing it so many times, I just got pissed off. I don't know what other words to use. Like I got pissed off and I said, I have to become something better more than I am today. So I can do what I absolutely need to do. Right. Like I need to speak the truth about TLC and about Jack Fallon and what we're trying to do. Like, because these people aren't doing it. And sometimes it wasn't even on purpose ever, all of them. Right. It was, you mm -hmm. know, some of them just didn't understand what Jack was saying, didn't understand the true mission. I did. So, you know, I guess I guess you have one of those conversations like, well, well are you going to do something about it? Well, how <laughs> am I going to do something about it? I get air sick. I, I, I shake when I got to speak in front of people. I don't know all the little details about binary and spillover. And, you know, I don't know the lingo and, you know, I don't even know what the heck edification means. Right. Like, so I'm trying to right. talk myself out of it, but at the same time, I'm trying to talk myself into it. 
And then I just couldn't, I couldn't watch anymore. I couldn't stand by and mm -hmm. watch anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to push myself and I'm just going to make myself uncomfortable every single day. And so I can't tell you what year, I can't tell you what month things started to really ramp up. But what I do know is by the time I started in 2003 to the time, you know, that I felt like I was on a, on a personal development path in 2012 and 2013, um, it, it's, I can talk about it like I do now, but it's all a blur. It really, really uh, is. I can imagine. I can those imagine. moments I remember. I remember those moments and I remember looking back every six months, every 12 months and saying, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I became this. I can't believe I'm doing something that I've never done before. So I share that to challenge each and every single person watching tonight. The only thing standing be between you and success or you and doing something that you think you can't do is you. Cause that was me. Mm -hmm. Like, I never thought I'd be on this podcast, being invited to podcasts, serving, speaking on national stages, um, you know, emceeing the My Health Matters uh, five-day event, which we service about 45,000 people. Mm. Like, wow. Like, me? I failed speech class. Like, how could this be? Because I had to become that in order to do what I was destined and assigned to do. Like, this is an assignment. I know it. But here's what I also know. I was a victim and I didn't even know it. I was a victim in a prison in my own thoughts and my own closed mindedness, mm -hmm. right? Someone was trying to rescue me. I wasn't capable of, par of participating in it. So he forced the issue and, and he worked on it for 10 years and even 12 years until finally something started to change. And now I know that I know that people will not or cannot sometimes participate in their own rescue. And I have to, I have to, even if I annoy them, I have to try every single day. And so this passion, this enthusiasm, it's not only because I'm happy, excited, and proud about what we do. It's because I'm scared to death, Bobby, that people like Bobby P don't find TLC. I'm scared to death that people like Bobby find TLC, have a bad experience, and leave. I'm scared to death that people like Bobby P never make it to the stage with me at a TLC event and share their story because I know after years of sharing stories, I, I was naive. I, I, I was, I was short minded. I didn't realize for so many years until probably right around the time that Bobby told his story, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a year or two before that. I thought for years, Bobby, that when I helped people share their story on stage, their transformation story, I thought we were doing a service to the to the to the world. I thought we were doing a service to the people that were listening. And then one day I realized we're doing such a service to the person telling their story. They're putting the story out there. They're getting that chapter of their life behind them. Their mess just became a message. And when can we do this again? I want to be a part of this, man. Like, like. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know if, if I'm conveying myself correctly. I try to articulate myself correctly, too. Right. Um, but what a calling. What an assignment. Like, you know, I that, that video's playing before we come on, Bobby. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I got emotional. Not because of the video. I, I remember the basement, the moments, the growth, you know, the, the heartache, the failures. But now I remember, like, all of that was worth it because Bobby's here. And I see some people commenting, and I know who they are. And I think of all the people we touch and all the people we're about to touch. And I just get emotional, man. And then, like, 
And I don't care if people think I'm a geek or a nerd or whatever anymore. Like I just, this is, I, I know this is what we're supposed to do and it's what I'm supposed to do. And I'm just going to do it. Um, I'm going to take a break back to you. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kind I'm a kind of, kind of fast forward a little bit. Yes. Um, because you said a lot of it was a blur anyway. Yes. Now remember when I told my story that this is not my first time in yep. TLC. Um, the first time that I came in TLC, I was a different person. I was dealing with a whole lot of personal issues that I wasn't not either. I wasn't aware or wasn't willing to deal with. So when I came back again, I had an entirely different mindset. I had a different shift. I, I, I knew when God spoke to me, he said, you got unfinished business there. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't ignore that as much as I tried to push it away. I knew I had to come back and I knew that when I came back, I was really going to have to put in the work. But before I came back and I think I briefly mentioned this when I was on stage in Houston, there was something that had occurred somewhere between 2014 mm -hmm. and 2019. There was a shift that took place. It was it was it was already a, a great company, but it went from going from great to phenomenal from a spiritual standpoint. What mm -hmm. what happened? Because it, it went from being concerned about people's health, which is important, but it was it was more focused on the physical part. Mm -hmm. But then it started making a transition into no, we we need to we need to be careful and, and, and deal with our spirit, man. We we need to deal with our mind. And so the the I saw the early beginnings of the mind, body, spirit shift even then. What mm -hmm. what happened in between those years, I say between 2014, 15, and, and then to where we are today? That's a great question. I don't think anybody's ever posed that to me in that manner. And I don't think I've ever answered it this way. So, you know, you guys, you know, you have an exclusive answer to an exclusive question. Um, what I believe happened that, that can really explain it all is that um, I was able to step into my purpose and Jack mm. was able to do the same. And we were finally able to full time work together every single day during that period that you just explained. Um, we were growing personally. Forget about the company for a minute. We were growing personally at a faster rate every single day. We had realized and decided no one's going to build this for us. We're going to have to build it ourselves. We right. realized that if they do build it for us, they're not going to convey the message the right way anyway, because that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to get sales. We're trying to help people. We're trying to be a guiding light. We're trying to give people hope. Right. We sell tea, but we we don't sell tea. We sell hope. Man, that's our number one product. And it's free. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big thing for us. We're selling hope here at TLC. We don't charge for it. And so what you saw 13, 14 and 14 when you were here and, and, and beyond into today is Jack Fallon and John Lacari like becoming better versions of themselves every day. And then that transforming into the company, right? That getting transferred right. into the company, right? Becoming more front and center, you know, be, becoming the voice every day instead of just, you know, the administrators, right? Like we've never really wanted to be administrators. And so I think the biggest shift that happened from 14 to now is we went from being full-time administrators to basically front and center 
Here's who you're doing business with. Here's here's the person we care about you. We want you to be successful. We'll come and see you wherever you live. You can come and see us whenever you want. Right. And I think, honestly, Bobby, you know, we could talk about products. We could talk about, hey, they launched this and the comp plan and, you know, they opened up a new office and all that stuff is great. But right. honestly, the biggest impact and the biggest thing that you saw was just from that alone. Because really. even even the both of your countenances, you don't even look the same. You just don't. <laughs> it's like there's a different glow. There's a different energy. There's a different flow. And I, I, I love being around you guys and being around Jack. Jack, he got me with something. And I won't go into detail as far as the contents of the conversation because it has something that's going to have something to do with, with what's supposed to happen later on. But yeah. as far as with me is concerned, but he will. He offered something to me and he did it in such a manner where he knew he was going to mess my head up and he <laughs> there with the grin on his face. And like, yeah, you heard right. I, you're not ready. We'll talk about this later. And so we're going to have to talk about that later. But he's he's real good at at really knowing who he's dealing with. Yes. He stay, he, I can tell he's a study of people. And it doesn't take him long to recognize who's in front of him and who's in his presence. Yeah. Um, you had brought up stories, and mm -hmm. there, and you're very, very correct. There's something that happened with me on that stage. Mm -hmm. and, and now everyone does not have that opportunity, but I want everybody to get the principle. And there was a moment. And I don't know if you remember this because we had a powerful meeting the day before and uh, along with yourself and Rosa spiritual, by the way. Oh, my That's God. Powerful. I yeah. never I, I that will stay ingrained in my my spirit for the rest of my life. Yeah, in the next day, about three minutes before it was time for me to get up on stage. You said something to me. That really set the stage for what happened afterwards and it went something like well bobby you know this is how we do the reveals so forth and so on and you got a look on your face like bobby just something is telling me whatever god has you to speak speak it that was the last piece of confirmation that i need before getting up on that stage and shared what i shared yeah, because I realized that from that moment, my life was no longer going to be the same. Everything shifted after that moment when I stepped off stage, and his was amazing. When I stepped off stage, there was a speaker right off to the right, and I just needed to just release. I wasn't mad. I was very happy, but I knew I had I had ended one part and started another assignment when I was on that stage. Yeah. And so I, I was just crying. I was emotional. And then there was a young man sitting right there at that table. He said, uh, Bobby, P., are you, you good? I said, yeah, I'm good. That young man was Kyrie. Wow. And Kyrie Douglas. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew that me getting up there telling my story, and of course I, can't, I couldn't tell the whole thing, but the importance of us actually telling our stories. Uh, Global Director D'Angelo Malcolm, I talk about mm-hmm. this phone call all the time. That's why it's so important for us to not only understand our assignment, but don't be afraid of it. You walk in it. He gave me a phone call in the second Sunday of July of 2020. This is the first time that this man had ever spoken to me. We had, you know, we chit chat online or whatever the case, but he reached out to me personally and he gave me one of the biggest pieces of advice that has literally transformed and caused me to be up on that stage in Houston. He said, Bobby, whatever you do, do not stop telling your story. He said, you need to tell your story even more. He said, because in your story, there is provision, there is protection, there is prosperity. And I add one more into that and there's success when you tell your story. And as a life changer, when I came off of that stage, I understood that not only was I a life changer, but because I am a transformation contest winner from total life changes, I also became an ambassador for the company. And so my whole mindset, my whole view, how I look at things, how I, I, I work with people, and especially after that experience, I belong to everybody as far as TLC is concerned. How many people can I serve, period? Yeah. But getting to telling that story, everyone has a story. That's part of the reason why this podcast even exists, because there there are former, I don't even want to call them former. There are previous transformation contest winners that, in a nutshell, they stopped telling their story. Their stories never stopped being phenomenal because there was a reason why they were chosen. But you don't have to be a transformation contest winner to tell your story because everybody has an assigned tribe to them and they're waiting for us to show up. They're waiting for us to show up and serve because somebody's life is dependent on it. You better believe it. It is dependent on it. I, I appreciate the fact that you showed up and not only showed up, but you fully embraced your assignment. Because if you didn't, none of this would be happening right now. Absolutely nothing, none, zero. How important is it for the life changers that not only first, the first story that needs to be told is their own. And then also too, telling other success stories. Because that's how we create more stories. So... Let's take that, that. Let's take those questions separately, right? Like, so first off, you know, your your first question was about life changers, right? Like, how important is it for them to create their story? Was it, did I hear that correctly? Correct. Okay, um, guys, stories um, are so important. Um, not only the ones that have already happened in your life, but even the new ones that you create daily, weekly, and monthly. Because I believe that God, like. I'm going to go in a godly direction here and, 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 and I, and, and, cause I don't know any other way, but be, I believe be yourself. I believe it. Um, you know, if you read the Bible, there's a whole heck of a lot of stories in there, you know, 
It's kind of like they're teaching us through stories, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that we're supposed to communicate our stories and create more stories and share those stories. And I believe our stories were created, good or bad, mm -hmm. to get people's attention, to help people, to save people. I believe that's our way of kind of doing God's work while we're here is sharing our story because our story can relate to someone. It can help them get through something. It can help them avoid something. It can help them be inspired. It can help them have hope. If you think about all that, like, man, like I almost feel like sharing your story, even if you think it's not that big of a deal, is kind of like preaching. Like you have to do this. God wants us to do this. Like I've always instinctively been a storyteller. I love telling some of someone else's stories too. And I've, I've always been like that. And I never like really realized like this, this was something that I'm supposed to do. Like I'm supposed to help people tell their stories because God wants us to share our stories. God needs us to share our stories, but we don't want to do it. So maybe someone like John LaCarrie can help someone tell their story because the story's got to be told. Like your story must be told, mm. whatever it is, good, bad, somewhere in between. You think it's not that big of a deal. Millions of people have the same story as you know, they don't. Nope. Millions of people don't have your situation. They don't have your hair color. They don't have, you know, the same kids that you have with the same name, live in the same town and all that. They don't. Right. Like like you got to share your story and we're supposed to hear it. And because when we hear it, it helps us in some sort of way helps inspire us to do something or not do something or help someone or whatever that that path is. So I feel like when you look back these last 18 months and thank God for virtual has helped us really keep some of this going, like the story stopped, mm. the conversation stopped. Right. And what happens is we got depressed and we got unhealthy and we started yelling at each other. And we started not getting along with each other. We started asking everybody, hey, do you believe exactly what I believe? Because if you don't, I want to know about it so I can hate you. And it's sad. It, it was really it's sad for me as I look back because, man, I, I never want to meet a person who's got the exact same opinion as me, who's got the exact right. same answer as me. Like, man, like I just I don't want that. Like, How are we going to learn? I love that we're all different. And I love that we've all been through some stuff that we can share and help other people. Your mess can be your message. Yes. Right? Yes. But, but your triumph can be a message too. And your, your, you know, in process triumph can be a message and an inspiration and, and a sign of hope for people. Right. So how, how like, how is important for life changers to share and create their story? More, more important than oxygen. It really, really is. To me, it's like what you need every single day to create a story and to share your story. You meet people. What do you ask them? Hey, where are you from? You know, where did you grow up? You have any brothers and sisters? I mean, we're basically asking them to tell us their story. And we don't even realize it. Like, I think this is yes. instinctively built into us. But there's mm -hmm. a reason because those stories are supposed to help us. They're supposed to inspire us. They're supposed to guide us. They're supposed to speak to us. Like you said, you heard me in, in, in Greensboro and you you had heard the story similar, similarly before, but that night you felt like something happened. Yeah. Right? And, and even when I heard you talk about your story before you even went on stage with me, you know, that was me basically saying, I knew Bobby. I knew what Bobby was going to possibly say and possibly not say, because we had talked about the night before. And I told him, Hey man, this is not about you saying anything specifically. This is your story. So that three minutes before you went on, that was me basically saying, 
whatever you decide to do, it's in God's hands. You, if you if you share the whole thing, that's what God wants you to do. And if you take if you keep a little bit back, that's what God wants you to do. And I just want to make sure that you knew that I was comfortable with that, and God was comfortable with it too. You know, and 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 it's sometimes I, I think to myself like, who am I to speak on behalf of God? Really, right? right? Like, you know, I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm not a perfect person. Um, but then sometimes I realize like none of us are. So if I get a feeling or I get, you know, an inclination to say something and I feel like mm -hmm. it's coming from God, I just say it. Well, that day you, you, you basically gave the confirmation on top of other confirmations that what I needed to say on that day, I said it and I have no regrets. Um, and it has really helped a lot of people. I didn't realize that what I had shared had impacted so many. I still am dealing with the residual effects of that. And it it was it wasn't more evident than what it was when I went to Orlando. And I've had some 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 well-known people to come to me with tears in their eyes and say, Bobby P, thank you for telling my story because I can't I can't tell it right now. I can't. And I remember me saying, Hey, look, this is for the ones. Who can't tell their story right now don't worry about it i got you i'm going to tell it and that's why we 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 have to make this transition from being victims to victorious because yeah. it puts us in a position to serve the people i love what i do period yeah. period now we've we've touched a little bit as far as the past um mm -hmm. some here on the present but what i want to do now um you know as we go into the ending here it's kind of touch a little bit as to as far as where we're going with my health matters. I absolutely okay. love it. Uh, we we officially start the challenge on the twenty seventh, but this is bigger than just getting a trial pack of tea and some Nutriburst and NRG. It's much bigger than that. This is a straight up holistic service to the people whether you're a life changer whether you are a preferred customer or somebody who's just looking for an answer and just want a little bit of help and you don't know where you want to go at this particular point this is a service to the people at large i absolutely love it to humanity it, it really really is and, and and that's the whole goal of it i want you to hold that thought if you can and, and, okay. and i know we're coming to the end but I want to go back to the, the the sharing your story part and, and real quick. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I feel like this is important. I feel like this is very important because you we've been talking about how important it is to share your story and how important it is for someone else to hear it. So Bobby, along with almost every other transformation contest winner, shared with me. So this is this was part of Bobby's process that Bobby heard someone's story at an event that he was at. And he said to himself, one day I'm going to be on that stage and I'm going to tell my story. Right? So it was hearing someone else's story that inspired him to tell his. So just one more reason why, and I'm speaking to someone out there. Mm -hmm. It's one more reason why you got to share your story not even just for you, but for someone else. Cause someone was sharing their story on that day at that event that Bobby was at. And, and Bobby said to himself that day, I'm going to be on that stage one day. Right? Like, so if that person doesn't share and he doesn't hear, Bobby doesn't share and someone else doesn't hear. So like, this is all 
like supposed to happen. Like it really, really is. So I just had to add that in because I felt like that was important for at least one person out there. I just, I just feel it. Um, but getting back to my health matters, Bobby, like we talked about this for a few minutes before we went on today, my health matters was something that made so much sense. Someone mentioned it to us. We thought about it for a few days and we're like, wait a minute. We have been trying to create our own category, our own identity for years. We have been trying to bring people into to a community that's free and safe and nothing to do with selling anything for years. And we've been telling people they can stay there for as long as they want and no one's going to harass them for years. So when this thing came together and the nuts and bolts are getting put together and we sat back and looked at it and we're like, this is it. This is how we change our identity. This is how we start helping people. This is what we become. We want people to say total life changes. All those people over there, they just want to help people. You know, yeah, they sell products. Actually, there's a business opportunity attached to it as well. But if you don't want to talk about that or even hear about it, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They don't care if they never make a dime off of you. The currency they're looking for is to serve you because of how that makes them feel. And it was like, it was like this, like, aha, hallelujah moment. Amen. Like, this is what we, we have to do. And so we, 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 we craft it, we put it together, we launch it. And holy cow, people in the group start communicating with us. Some of them strangers never heard about TLC, casually came across us. They don't even know you, some of you guys, some of them. And they're just looking for a lifeline. They're hoping that this can help them. They're already seeing and feeling results, and they haven't even taken a product yet. The environment, the positivity, the strangers sharing love with them. Like even some of the people that we worked with mm -hmm. who are helping us with this challenge, Bobby. They've done challenges for so many people, so many popular people, right? You, you know all the names. I don't even have to say them. Right. What they're telling us is like they have never seen this this percent of engagement ever mm -hmm. you know per thousand people they've never seen this level of engagement this level of commenting this level of reaching out support all of that stuff people sharing their personal cell numbers with strangers they just met in the group because a person's saying i'm having a hard time i'm depressed and i just need to talk to someone today like this is who we are. This is what we've created. And now we've got this centralized location, this safe place where people can come and they can stay there if they want. And if they want to do the 15-day challenge, great. This is going to be amazing. We're all going to do it with you. And if you don't want to do it, cool, just stay here. But mm -hmm. look at what process it just created. Let us serve you. Let us help you in mind, body, and spirit. You know, if you want to take the product challenge, cool. If you don't, that's okay. But if you do and you have success, and you're passionate about this, and you agree with what we're doing, why don't you invite someone to the next challenge? Let's throw them in the group, and let's have them experience the same thing that you experienced. And that's how we continue to move this wheel. And that's how we continue to serve people. So it's not only a My Health Matters group that we've created. It's not only a mantra and a mission, but we've also created a brand new journey for people, which is exactly right. the We've been trying to create for years. Come on in. We're not trying to sell you anything. We really, truly love people. We 
We want to help you mentally, physically, spiritually. If you're ready to, you know, supercharge that with some products, cool. If you're not, stay there. It's okay. Let us continue to serve you. We love it. We really, really do. And all of you have really helped people believe that. Forget about Jack and John for a minute. Like the Bobby P's and the Zeta Crawfords and the Scott uh, Benz. Uh, I mean, I saw Gwendolyn, uh, Gwen Watson was on here as well. Like I keep on, like these are the people that are proving to the world, like here's TLC and here's who we are and here's what we stand for. And people are awestruck, man. People are like, whoa, I didn't even know something like this existed. I still don't even feel like it's real because I'm waiting for that aha moment. Like how can all of these great people all be in the same place? When I didn't even think mm -hmm. yesterday there was one great person in the world. That's why we got to keep on doing this, man. And that's why I'm excited about this. My This My Health Matters thing is just getting started, too. Yeah. This is the first one. But I'm, I'm here to tell you guys, this is TLC moving forward. My Health Matters. Does your health matter to you? Join us. My Our health matters to us as well. We're, we're human just like you. We make mistakes. We're not consistent. We lean on each other. We share our stories. We try to inspire each other. We share tips that can help us, small things that can make a big difference. And, you know, I can go on forever about my health matters, Bobby, but um, that's basically in a nutshell kind of what we have, why we're excited about it, what, it's, what it is now, and what it's going to continue to be. Well, as we are getting to the close first of all i want to say once again thank you for coming on the show I now of course you. it was promoted as uh both yourself and jack but uh -huh. jack had to take care of of, of something here this evening yeah but jack promised he himself will come on the show yep. to do the podcast so yep. that's coming at a later date but right now we just going to celebrate and appreciate uh, Mr. John Lacari for taking the time out J just to just, you know, just come and share. And I appreciate it. Uh, this has been amazing. I I'm still, it's like, this is a very surreal moment for me because I'm like, wow, this is really happening. This is, this is real. Um, I appreciate you. Um, of course, I'll see you on Monday in Greensboro. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Um, what I want to do now is actually transition into a, a little section uh, from our core values called grateful is our mindset. Um, there's no way in the world I was going to allow you to get off this podcast no problem. and, and, and not, not only myself, but also others, uh, just a few other individuals just show some gratitude and appreciation for yourself. Uh, also Jack and just total life changes as a whole has literally changed my, my life personally, but I won't even talk about me right now. There's other folk that just want to share some appreciation. So hopefully yeah, you, you, you have a little bit more time before yes, we end sir. the podcast and I'll just let them pop up on the screen and it, you know, look who we have here. Wow. <laughs> well, what a surprise this is. And uh, <laughs> Yes, I definitely have time for people always. So, <laughs> Johnny. Yes, sir. Doing, man? How are you? Man, I am great, man. So good to see you. Um, I appreciate Bobby P and what he's doing. Um, and, you know, I just want to give him a huge shout out for just having the ability to, 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 to impact so many people through his story. 
And I just want to tell you that it's because of you that he can tell his story because of Jack that he can tell his story. And so I'm grateful to I'm grateful to you, man. I'm grateful to Jack. I want to say this to to people who don't know John Lucari. I want to I want the world to know that he's as authentic as they come. There's never been a time. And I've been before this COVID and all that stuff. I used to be at corporate, you know, all the time, you know, coming up there, you know, and uh, getting products and, you know, things were just coming up there. Some, sometimes I, I just I would come to hang out with different events. But there's never been a time that I've seen you at corporate that you didn't. When I walked through those doors, you didn't ask me this question. You said to me, always would say to me, D'Angelo, what can I do for you? Your passion to want people to grow, your passion to want people to reach their highest potential, your passion that you care so much about the common person. You um, you embody what total life changes is. It's the ability to make a total life change. And so I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart that I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the company. Um, Jack, you know, oh my God, what, what could you, what, what more have you guys said that, you know, that we could say about Jack? I will say this, my son who has special needs, you know, D, you already know my son. And so I I remember when I came to corporate, um, won't be emotional. I'm going to try not to. And I remember Jack walking up to my son and says, you know, he's, he's, he's talking to him and embracing him because my son is a hugger. And Jack says this though, you know, he comes around and tells me, he said, is this your um, brother? <laughs> that was a compliment. I appreciate that. Jack. <laughs> and he says, is this your brother? I said, no, this is my son. He said, you know, he's a great guy. Thank you for bringing him here. Mm-hmm. And so that right there, it, it, that's the total man. And so yeah. I really appreciated that. That did so much for me. There's things that I, I can go on and on about his, uh, um, his um, humbleness. I, and I appreciate that. And again, going back to you, though, Johnny, um, there are things that nobody in this world knows that you have done for me personally. And I appreciate it. And, and, and nobody will know, you know. And so I thank you for that. And so as we go, I, I just want to say this last thing about your health matters. I mm-hmm. think this is so powerful. I yeah. think this is a movement that everybody should should embrace. Um, the last five days, those five days we were phenomenal. And I'll tell you, we had Trent Shelton, you had Stormy Wellington, Anna Cantata. You, we had, you know, Jack, you hosted, man, it was unbelievable. But the person that moved me the most was Manaya Canty. Yeah. Um, her passion and the way she, you know, uh, was able to express herself. She's, she's the embodiment of what the next generation of Total Life Changes looks like. Yeah. And so I just want to tell you that you and Jack have given the next generation hope that they can go and become the best version of themselves. They no longer have to be a victim, but they're victors. And so this podcast and what you are doing, man, is absolutely amazing. I'm looking forward to the 27th when we start the next challenge. I, I can't wait. Um, I'm ready to go. I got my stuff. I'm ready to go. So I <laughs> tell you, man, I appreciate you, man. And keep doing what you do and, you know, um, keep rising to the top. I always I told you this before and I want to share, share this in tennis. There's, a, there's this proverb that says in tennis, those who serve seldom lose. And I'll tell you, you and Jack, you serve well. So thank you, man. 
Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that, D'Andrew. I appreciate all the kind words and I, pe I appreciate the words of encouragement for what we're doing and, and, and really you understanding and seeing the power of it. And, and even when you brought up Manaya and the young people, I am scared to death that we can't reach those young people. And I need everybody's help. If you're a little bit younger than me, than us, like we, we need you to grow quickly and get that message out to these young people because they're victims too. They just don't know it. Um, even Manaya, she's not where she wants to be. She sounds great, but you know, she's got some, she's got some things she's dealing with. You know, she really, really does. And, and, and our community can help her with that. And, and I know there's so many kids out there. Like we think sometimes our life is a mess. Like, can you imagine being an 18, 20 or 22 year old kid in today's day and age? Like there's so many challenges that they face that we never faced um, and, and they don't know how to handle them, you know, and we got to wrap our arms around them somehow. Like I'm telling you, like mental health is a huge part of this. My health matters. It's a huge part of it. And we're all going to have to remember that. And that's why, like we we're serving that community. They can stay there if they want. They don't have to purchase anything. But we're going to make them feel better about themselves. We're going to make them feel like there's some hope in the world because Man, I listen, I, I didn't intend to say this, but I'm going to say it. And, and you reminded me of it, D'Angelo, so it's your fault. Um, I am sick and tired of hearing about young people take their life. I am sick and tired about hearing young people um, overdosing on heroin and cocaine and drugs and, and just feeling hopeless and, and like wandering and quitting their job and not wanting to go anywhere and going back to live with mom and dad. Not that there's anything wrong with going back to live with mom and dad, but that's not how it's intended to be. And everyone's on prescription drugs. Like everyone is just depressed, man. Like for real. Yeah. Like they're just, everyone's just depressed, you know? And, and like, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it and not and no one doing anything about it except for giving them another, another prescription drug to take. Like we can, we can, we can do this. We have to do this. Like this is these guys that are coming up, this next generation, these young people, like this is the future. Like we got, we got to wrap our arms around them and, and show them there's a better way. There's, there's, there's another community that they can tap into that can help. To giving them hope. Yes. I think you give it just like with, and I hope that I, I don't take too much time. Bobby will cut me off though. <laughs> He'll let yeah. me know. Yeah. Cause we, we, but I just want to yeah. say you're giving them hope. And so I just want to tell you, man, keep doing what you're doing because we'll have a conversation later. I'll give you a call, but, but That'll you're giving good, people hope. So thank you. Thank you, D'Angelo. I appreciate thank that. Thank you, D'Angelo. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. And thanks, everyone, for being patient tonight. I know we're going long, and that's usually my fault. Uh, no, no. This is well worth it. Then, Well, I won't even announce them. I'll just let them pop in. Yeah. Wow. Hey, John. How are you? We're Morgan. I'm, I'm doing amazing. How are you? Um, it's good to see you. I... I heard so much tonight that I never knew. So uh, first, I just want to say thank you. Um, I'm excited to be here. Bobby, I want to thank you as well. And Bobby told me I had two to three minutes. So I have uh -huh. notes. Okay, because if, if I don't have these notes, then I would continue to go uh, on all night. <laughs> okay. But um, this, is, this is for both you and Jack. Uh, I just, I want to thank you both for your vision, for your time, and for being selfless. I mean, at events, you all take the time to mingle with us, to hug us, to take pictures, to just let us know that we're family. And yeah. I'm truly grateful for both of you. Uh, I'm grateful for the alignment with Total Life Changes. 
God, family, TLC. Uh, that's how that's how I live my life. So I'm grateful to know that our leaders, you know, live the same way and that we're in alignment when it comes to that. I'm grateful because TLC has really changed my life in every aspect. I mean, my health, my finances, my spirit, my mind, and my belief in myself. And I really want to thank you and, and um, Jack because I'm grateful that you all instilled so much hope in me and confidence in me when I really didn't have much of it by awarding me to be a, a transformation contest winner for this company. I was, I was blown away and to this day grateful is still my mindset because I didn't know that my story would help others. I was, I was ashamed and I was embarrassed to tell my story. It was very hard. And I gained so much power, you know, knowing that I can help others, knowing that I can instill hope in somebody else and actually help somebody else change their life. I am, um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for how you both show up for us every single day. And if it weren't for this company, if it weren't for Total Life Changes, I might still be working four jobs, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, without a real vision. I might still have been unhealthy and obese and dealing with so many health issues. And I remember before joining TLC, I was like, I don't know if this company is for me. And I, I really resonate with what you said tonight in the beginning, you know, pyramid scheme, oh, okay. what's the, you know, what, what, what are these products going to do? And I really just didn't know if I wanted to go into the, the business side. So I, I prayed I fasted and God spoke to me and said, go for it. And I'll never forget that day. Um, so trust me when I say I'm thankful and I'm grateful. I know that you and Jack are husbands, your fathers, and I can't imagine how much time you sacrificed and other sacrifices that you both have made. So again, uh, as we're focusing on grateful is our mindset, I am extremely grateful and before I close out this evening, John, I really, really want to thank you for taking the time for me. I email you sometimes and you make time for me in your schedule to get back to me. And I really want to thank you for being accessible when I've needed your help, for being real with me and for encouraging me when I felt like quitting. When I really wasn't sure which direction I wanted to go into, you were there for me and you said, you know what, we're all here for you. Everyone in corporate is, is here for me. And I don't, I don't know anyone else in any other company that will do that or take the time. So I really, really just want to thank you. Even when I left and came back, you've always been the same, an amazing spirit, so passionate, leading with love and not judging, no judgment whatsoever. So I'm very, very grateful. I, I joined TLC in the beginning because I, I needed to change my health because the, the, the money was definitely a need of mine. But today I have so much more. I have a family, like my best friends are in this company. Um, so many, my, my family, they're my family. I talk to yeah. everyone. 
here in TLC more than I talk to my regular family every single day. So I, I'm, I'm so grateful for the community. I'm grateful for the love. There's, there's just everything when it comes to this energy. So I really, really just want you to know that and for Jack to know how how much of an impact you all continue to make. And with this, uh, this My Health Matters challenge, I have not seen a challenge this powerful since I've been with TLC. And it's been, it's been five and a half years. Just having so much pouring into us, um, I, I, I'm beyond grateful. And I, I'll definitely continue to pray for you, to pray for Jack, to pray for you all's family, for, for God to continue to just give you all the wisdom and the strength that you need to keep moving forward because I know that it's not easy. And I just want you to know that you all have made such an impact. So we're all of us, I can speak for everybody, <laughs> that we're all rooting for you and that we're behind you. So, and Bobby, I really, really want to thank you for having me here this evening. Uh, thank you for this podcast. I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I just really want you to know that you encourage me so much when every week when I see someone on your podcast to continue to tell my story because I stopped telling my story and now I'm in the process of another story. But it doesn't matter where we are because we just have to keep sharing it because we're going to bless other people. We're going to connect and touch with other people. So, uh, Bobby, I want to thank you as well. Thanks, you guys. You. Thank you, Fern, so much for your message. No problem. You're welcome. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Tracy. I'm doing great. Thank you. I didn't know you were going to be on here, too. You guys are making me, you guys are making me blush. <laughs> Just full of surprises. Bobby always has some yep. form of a trick up his sleeve. <laughs> um. I am a new life changer and my first time meeting you was beyond amazing to me. Um, you actually took the time out to take pictures with me several times. I mean, cause Bobby wasn't taking great pictures. <laughs> um, you took the time out to talk to me when you didn't know me at all. Mm -hmm. Um, you had come like when we were in the um well i think i was purchasing product and um i actually was like oh my god this is a moment john is here jack is here let me get a conversation because i probably won't be able to see you guys again and um it was amazing that conversation your words of encouragement really stuck with me um if there are any new life changers on here, when I tell you, Mr. Jack Fallon and Mr. John Lacari welcomed me with warm, welcoming, loving arms. Um, and it, it, it was amazing. It was incredible. I didn't expect it. And so when it happened, I was just overjoyed. I tell Bobby and Fern all the time, I feel like I'm a little groupy because I get so excited when I see you guys. <laughs> I get excited when I see you, when I see Mr. Jack, um, just the fact that you guys took a leap of faith yeah. in pushing TLC forward, 
to help other people, people with health issues, people with mental issues, mental health issues, people with weight loss, weight gain issues. Like so many people go through so many things in their life dealing with their confidence. And you guys have given me my confidence back. I lost it at one point because of so many things I've been through, um, how I felt about myself. You guys gave me that. And I'm getting teary-eyed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I want to say thank you. Thank you for thinking of everyone else. Thank you for being so selfless. Thank you. Making it possible for people who felt like they had no family, for people who felt like they had nowhere else to go. Thank you. It's not enough thank yous in this lifetime that I could give you and Jack for making this possible for myself and everybody who was a part of TLC to change their lives, change the way they think. Because when I got to TLC, my mindset was garbage. I self-hate, I didn't love myself, no worth, none of it. Not to say I didn't love me, but because of what I've been through, all the pain, the trauma, I forgot me. I lost myself. And being a part of TLC gave me my life back. I'm able to say what makes me happy, what I love, what are my interests. I can say those things. And I have to thank you and Mr. Jack Fallon for that. Thank you for everything you've done for me and everybody who is a part of TLC. Tracy, that was beautiful. And someone needed to hear that, including me. And I want to say this because I think people don't know this um, as grateful as you feel and as happy as you feel to be part of this is exactly how we feel about you being a part of it because you guys know our story you know that we started in a basement you know that we didn't know what the heck we were doing and guess what everybody else knew that too and nobody wanted to join and nobody wanted to buy. And we kept on thinking, like, should we just hang up? Should we just quit? Um, we can't pay the bills. We have to remortgage the house. Family and friends are laughing at us. And so even today, after being a successful top 100 company in the industry of thousands and thousands of company multiple, multiple times, each and every single person, one person, we don't care who it is who says yes to TLC, trusts us, buys something from us, talks to us, wants to take a picture with us. Nothing's changed in 20 years. We're just as grateful as we are. We were then right now and, and you included. So um, I weren't sure. I wasn't sure if Tracy Swift was part of TLC or just someone that I met that was in the hotel. But I just know that I love people. And if there's some way I can help them, maybe it's a smile, maybe it's just saying hello to them. I'm in. And people like Tracy's, when, when people like Tracy speak and, 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 and say those things to me, Bobby, it's just a reminder that we need to, right? Like you guys need to see us to be reminded, but we need to see you too. And yeah, man, I, I can't even imagine my life without TLC and without I me, mean, my TLC family that we all have here. I mean, really Okay, that was that was that was very emotional. So we're gonna kind of take yeah. a just a little tiny break because okay. I don't want to miss this opportunity. Uh, you have on a shirt. I have yes. on a shirt called the Victim No More Podcast shirt. So please, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and scroll the link. It is officially open. 
uh for business i appreciate the support everyone um this this has really been one heck of a journey um i and we're just starting just trust me this podcast is just starting this is just episode 15 and we got so much work to do and look 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 at where we are Look don't stop doing are. this, Bobby. Don't ever stop doing this. I know, I know D'Angelo's told you, you know, don't stop telling your story. I have to cut you off and tell you, don't stop doing this. I don't care if three people are listening from week to week. It doesn't matter. Um, don't look at the numbers. Look at the service, man. Look, look, look at the good you're doing for humanity. Um, and someone might come across this podcast in the year 2030. That's what's great about what we're doing. That's what's great about technology sometimes. Like it's going to be here. Someone needs it in the future, you know, like I just got to tell you that, like, just don't stop doing this. Oh my gosh, how are you guys? Man, I haven't seen you two in a while. Hey. Hi, John. How are you? We're good. I love you. Oh, I love you guys too. You know, <laughs> I was just in Grand Rapids over the weekend and on my way home, I was thinking about you guys like, man, I should have like sent them a message. But anyway, man, what a surprise. This is huh? how God worked though. I'm hey, telling you. Yes. This is how he worked. Oh my oh. God. So great to see you guys. And I don't even know if anybody knows, but like during like the peak peak of COVID, like we were totally shut down. We were in here shipping product. Everyone was at home working except for shipping and myself and Jack. And um, we were totally closed. And these two young, amazing people just drove by at the moment that I just happened to be outside for a minute. Like, if, if that's not God, I don't know what is. And uh, we, had, uh, we, had, we had some really great moments that day. And uh, hopefully you guys removed as much as I was. Oh, man. Lost you. Hey, muted. you. Yeah, I think you muted on your end. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, are we back? You are. You are. You back now? Okay. Okay. Um. Oh my God. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. And I was just sitting here telling Kai that I shared. Yeah, it keep cutting out. Yeah. The volume went away. We can't hear you. I can see. I can see. I mean, we can see you very clearly. We just can't hear you. There's, there's no sound. No, I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. No, still no. can't. I don't know why we can't hear her. Go back out and pop right back in. Yeah, try that. Actually, you know, I, I'm sorry. About well, in the meantime, look, I, I, I will, um, I'll say this. Okay. Uh. The decision to come back to Total Life Changes back in November 2019 was absolutely 
one of the best decisions I've made in my life. Uh, my whole life has been transformed, period. And I didn't know that there were levels to transformation once you go through a, your official transformation. And that experience in Houston literally set me on a different path from everybody else. It has allowed me to really step in my lane, in my purpose, on purpose, as uh, Zeta Crawford would say. And I, I am loving where I am. I love serving. This right here, what I do, I look forward to it each and every Wednesday. Yeah. Matter of fact, I get prepared for the next week. I take a day break. And then on Friday, I start preparing for the next week's podcast. And because I know there's just one person, listen, I've done what I'm supposed to do. And I appreciate the love and support. Um, Those individuals that came on here before, uh, they are like part of my personal circle. And Mm -hmm. they really, really helped me carry out my assignment. Here's uh, LaKendra back. Let's see. Are we good now? We're back. LaKendra's back. Yep, I can hear you guys yeah. now. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Oh, my goodness. But I, anyway, I was just sharing with Kai how I shared uh, him and I's um, second transformation mm-hmm. picture on today. And one of the hashtags was grateful is our mindset. This is mind-blowing. <laughs> this is mind-blowing. But um, I am so grateful you know, I don't take these opportunities lightly. Like sitting here looking at you, John, it's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. This is literally my third time that I have gotten a chance. God has blessed me with a chance to sit in front of you. And I, I am forever grateful. I am forever grateful. And I'm sitting here sharing with Kai, like we really family though. Like yeah, for real, for real, for real though. Yes, like, yes. You know. like oh my God, this yeah. is so mind-blowing but if i can if i can just think about one thing that i am truly grateful for it was the um it was it it was during my interview um Mm -hmm. and not just doing the interview but you um asking me those questions and all i want all i wanted to like really say was i'm free like i'm free yeah like i am literally free and john that was in 2018 and guess what i'm still free <laughs> that's beautiful though, right there. that is so beautiful and you then know. i met and then i met this amazing person right here mr bobby p and i'll never forget you know we were um watching um live his um transformation um and I bawled my eyes out, not even realizing that that day I took a picture that I wind up showing him this past weekend when I physically met him. And I was just telling him how we have to keep going. We yeah. really have to keep going. So for whatever whatever it is, Bobby, I encourage you to keep going. Mr. Lakari. and guess what? This ain't going to be the last time we meet either. No, it can't be the last time. It, it can't be. <laughs> it and we got... We've got so much work to do and so many people to reach, you know, and, and Kai, you're a big part of that too. Moving forward. We talked about young people already on the broadcast tonight and uh, 
you are a huge part of this. Um, everybody needs TLC. I don't care how old they are. As a matter of fact, young people need TLC even more than the rest of us. They really, exactly. really do. Yeah. And I want to thank want you to for your, your spirit. But yes, go ahead, please. Sorry for cutting you off. Uh, are you okay? Yes, I want to share. I'm just... Today, I can just say, like, you know, I have not walked grace the stage of the biggest transformation winner yet, but as this stage, you know, I can say that I'm free as well. You know, following behind my mother's footsteps within this company, like, I feel like we have truly, like, total life changes is just the company to where you just manifest. You have no other choice but to have that total life change. You know, like I was mentioning, and I'll always mention that this company is named what it does. And, you know, we just had a summit this past weekend. And I did say I, we are under the leadership of Dr. Larissa Barclay. Shout out to my national director. Yes! Um, but I did say I will be her youngest millionaire. You know, by the age of 25, I will be a millionaire. And it will be from total life changes. Wow. Because growing up, like, you know, a lot of people, they know my mom's story, but they don't know too deep into, you know, my mother's story. Like I said, I live with this woman. So mm -hmm. having these products change her life, you know, and just seeing that growing up, like I, I have no other choice but to stay, stick and stay, be here for a year from now. But like I said, last year we had met you and meeting you and then just meeting Bobby, like TLC is a family that I never had, you know, and it's for me to be 23 years old, right? I know by the time I'm 25, I will be we're probably a good national global director, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I do see me, you know, building my team because I remember, you know, the conversation that we did had and I shared with you um, when we were in the conference room at the table, I told you like, I will, how will, you know, be, my team will be here. I will have millennials at this table. And I still did not give up on that. I still cherish that we love each other, period, hat that you gave me. I still cherish the conversation that we shared. And even with Bobby, you know, this to have this platform, like Bobby, I thank you because I do too, you know, have chocolate tea 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. But Bobby, I thank you so much for this. I thank you, you know, just for being you and being able to really just work together as life changers. So, Thank you for the belief, because I'm borrowing it. Thank you to Maxine Campbell. And I'm going to pass it back to y'all. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Kai. <sighs> Thank you to both of you for, for jumping on. Thanks to everyone that jumped on. I mean, that was what a surprise that was, Bob. You kind of kept that one from me. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I, I won't tell everything. I, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, and I really wanted to make sure that you knew that you was appreciated and loved. And I know you hear it all the time, but it, you know, on a, on a platform yes, such as this, these opportunities do not come uh, that often. And um, I wanted to make sure that that happened. Uh, so once again, uh, we're going to go ahead and bring the podcast to a close, but thank you so much uh, for taking your time. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for just reminding me of some beautiful memories that I have in my life and reminding me that we're on the right path. And you know, even, even when Kai right said, you know, this is the family I've never had, like I, I want you and everybody else to know, but this is the family that you'll always have. Like ain't nobody leaving you. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're going to be here. Like, and, and that's what's most important for me. 
Thank you so much for Thank that. You. All right. Thank you. Okay, we'll be talking. We'll be talking soon. All, All right, right, family. That's the end of an absolute D. I would say one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful, the Victor No More podcast that has occurred in his young life. And we have work to do. I love what I do. This has been nothing but an absolute pleasure and an honor. And I'm going to continue to do the work because this is my assignment. This is part of what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm not taking the foot up off the gas. Um, this is this is just what it is. This is serving, period, bottom line. All right, uh, family, I'm going to go ahead and end the broadcast now. Mr. Carr, if you don't mind sticking around just for a couple more minutes, uh, I'm, I'm going to end the broadcast, but I'm not going to shut down the room. Gotcha. Oh, hold on.